When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Fetch, bitch, fetch, bitch, 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 this is the worst season of The Bachelor in the history of The Bachelor AU. But before we get into that, um, before I, I'm going to give you guys a peek behind the curtain. Sometimes Danielle and I just talk as friends. Um, it's rare, but it does happen. It happens and, before um, the podcast for about 10, 15 minutes and then we get into business. So Danielle started screaming about corned beef. <laughs> And I was like, I wish I was recording this. And then I was like, wait, we're about to do a podcast. So, um, Danielle, you were saying that um, I'm an idiot for not liking corned beef. Yes. And I was agreeing with you. Yes, I think you're actually. an idiot for not liking corned beef because everybody who doesn't like, like corned beef is because their parents were bad at cooking corned beef. Anyway, mm-hmm. I've been angry about this for months. Um, and mm-hmm. recently, this week I started a blog and I'm I'm going to try and write an article every week we'll see how long that lasts for and an article I, it's not th- been printed by any news it's not a blog it's an article it's an article for my <laughs> website which will be just as big as vogue <laughs> i vogue the biggest website there is <laughs> um name a bigger one you can't and yes, I did. I did create this website and it's very bad, but I, I really, I'm bad at making stuff. But look, Nomi, I'm holding this up to the thing. Look at the font I created for my name. I made, I made oh, a font. Oh, that is pretty cool. It looks fine. But, so where can people find this website? Um, DanielleWalker.com.au. I got my own name. Oh, man. Congratulations. Oh, Maybe yeah. I should get that because NaomiHiggins.com is owned by um, a woman who plays the saxophone. But here's the thing. She hasn't updated her calendar in ages. Oh, that's probably because of coronavirus. She probably doesn't have any gigs. You yeah. know, I just think, let me have the page. Um, well, I mean, maybe I'll take over as the most popular Danielle Walker soon because there is a more popular Danielle Walker and she is a is renowned there? food blogger. So maybe Danielle I'll take Walker. over with my corn beef Against articles. all grain. Yeah, she's my arch nemesis. I am for <laughs> all grains. It's funny because you scroll down, the first picture you see of you is from Comedy Up Late and the thumbnail is just you just giving the biggest greasy and I feel like you're giving it to this Danielle Walker. <laughs> Do I look angry? I think so. Okay, well, I'm going to have a look quickly on my phone. Let me see <laughs> what greasy this is. Wait, she was born on the 17th of February. That's my birthday. Oh, no. She's trying to she's steal both of our lives. I don't like her. All right, of she's us. done. Danielle Walkie, you're cancelled. <laughs> um, the other one, not me. I'm definitely not anyway, cancelled. 
Your your website is very cool. I would probably, um, if I had one tip for you, if I'm on Google Chrome, the tab at the top just says home, my site one. So yeah. that's probably like a field that you forgot to fill out. Yeah, I told, I because my task for this week was to get the website up and I had my meeting with my manager this morning and he told me I can send over my login details and he can fix it for me because <laughs> I know that there's there's <laughs> literally nothing to this website. It's got like, nothing on it at all it's very basic and it took me like three months like I genuinely it's very good I kept for you thank you like it looks good obviously because you're good at that stuff but the fact that it works I'm very impressed by thank you I did redesign it like 10 times because I kept on fucking it up and couldn't work it out (laughs) the font is very cool and Danielle what you didn't tell me about this corned beef article Yes. Is that you've drawn a picture of corned beef wearing some kind of skirt. Okay, well, shut up because we'll get to it, all right? If you want me to read the article, okay. then it's a pullback. Well, it's actually it's just to compliment the article, okay? The article... I was just saying it was nice. I didn't the... know you'd start fucking screaming at me. Sorry, should I read... I'm calling them all articles. I know they're called blogs, but it's essentially the same thing. I've published it myself. Even on, even on your website, it says blog. Well... Yes, because I left that uh, tab as it was called. <laughs> what a And just... on the right of this blog post, we have a picture of a of a white woman wearing glasses who is not you. And what? it says, "Hi, thanks for stopping by. I'm a paragraph. Click here to add your own text and edit me. I'm a great place for you to tell a story and let your users know a little bit more about you." Where is that? Oh my god. <laughs> on the corn behind. Oh my god, I can't see that. Is that on the mobile app or on the No, I'm on I'm on my I'm on the computer. Oh my <laughs> god, is that in Google Chrome? I need to fix this. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What have I done? Take a photo of it. Oh, no. Take a photo of her. Nobody look at my website yet. <laughs> Nobody go on it. <laughs> I need to fix it. Oh no. All right, so all right, so we're all agreed nobody go on the thing because really the only thing on there at the moment is that beautiful font and this article about corned beef. But Danielle's going to read us the article as it, Well, as because it, you forced me to because you said that I was reading it I was just reading it to you because I needed to tell you why you were wrong about corned beef. And then you and were like And it was like, so good. I felt selfish. Okay. For well, being good. the only one to hear it. I'm going to I'll read it to you now then. Okay? <laughs> okay. The, uh, the article, as I like to call it, is called Can Corn Beef Please Come Back in Style? My friends keep making fun of me because my friend Tom kept making fun of me. Um, anyway, this is what I've written. If you're a hater of corned beef, I need you to ask yourself a question. Why? Is it because it's not a trendy food? Because if that's your reasoning, I just want to say, wake up, sheeple. <laughs> Corned beef is a beautiful, flavoursome, cured meat popularised through times of war. Corned beef has sustained us through some of the hardest times in our history. Why are we not paying it the respect it deserves? On Anzac Day, I have a minute of silence and pay my respect to both my great-great-grandfather who fought in Gallipoli and also to corned beef. (laughs) 
I'm also not talking about corned beef from a can. I am not into that type of thing. I'm talking about a big chunk of corned beef from your local butcher or supermarket. It's super easy to cook. It has a great payoff. Night one, you can have it with veggies and white sauce. Night two, you're having corned beef fritters. You can thank me later. A friend- white sauce. <laughs> Corned beef fritters are the best and white sauce. Oh, my Nana makes the best one. Add some nutmeg. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> a friend asked me recently what I was having for dinner and when I said corned beef, they scoffed. Are you having jelly salad with it too? Ha, <laughs> 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 ha, very funny, I replied as I <laughs> set a daily reminder on my phone to hold a grudge against them forever. <laughs> I have to set alarms to remind myself of grudges because if not, I will always forget about them. <laughs> This has always been the case. When I was a kid, my best friend and I would often have fights and I'd say to myself, I'm going to give her the silent treatment only to forget and talk to her in the next class. How many grudge alarms do I have set in my phone? One. One corned beef-based grudge alarm. (laughs) Why are you holding on to a grudge against a cut of meat? I ponder as I lay on my bed reliving my day's grievances. I know why. It's because it's fallen out of fashion. Corned beef is not the little black dress of foods. It doesn't fade into the background. It is the pink chul hoop skirt. It is a statement. Someday corned beef will be the theme of the Met Gala. The Beef Wellington... It's continued on. Okay. The Beef Wellington had fallen out of popularity until a young Gordon Ramsay gave it a facelift. Corned beef is well overdue for a resurgence in popularity. Although it doesn't need a facelift, it's perfect. Everyone just needs to stop thinking they're too fancy for corned beef. You're not too fancy for corned beef. Nobody is too fancy for corned beef. Maybe corned beef is too fancy for you. Maybe your palate isn't refined enough. Ever think of that? Corned beef is Bridget Jones and I am Mark Darcy saying I like you very much, just as you are. (laughs) I am taking a stand for corned beef. By the way, I've cooked corned beef for lots of people and they loved it. So is it just people who haven't eaten it who don't like it? Or is it people who had bad cooks for parents who don't like it? And if that's the case, then don't make fun of corned beef. Make fun of your parents. Do yourself a favour, hun. Go out, buy some corned beef, look up a recipe and get rid of that snooty prejudice. (laughs) And then I wrote, I did this drawing of a corned beef in a pink chul hoop skirt. Stunning. (laughs) (laughs) And she is stunning. (laughs) Thank you. Wow, Danielle, that was a a beautiful article. I'm surprised that, that no one has paid you for it. Well, you know what? My um, my manager sent it off to somewhere and they didn't want it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, corned beef... Pedestrian or junkie? <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted my article about corned beef and that's what's wrong with this world. <laughs> it really is because this is beautifully written. Thank you. I think that everything I write written. needs to be... Um, needs to be read in my voice if not nobody understands what's happening yeah I will say I was reading along as you were doing it and there is a you've gone you've gone light on the full stops and heavy on the commas (laughs) I'd never know which way to put them I swear I had a bad (laughs) education my my English teacher at school she um 
she would just talk at us and then she'd get annoyed that she was talking and not doing work and she'd do like she'd try and get you to do work for like two minutes she'd talk at you about work and then you'd just ask her a question and she'd go off topic talking about herself and as a teenager (laughs) that is the best teacher because you don't have to do any work but as an adult you think (laughs) I did five years of English and I have no idea what (laughs) What anything is Well, you know, it, in a small way, probably, um, you know, contributed to us getting this beautiful picture of corned beef in a pink tulle hoop skirt. That is true. If anybody so, wants to know what my next article is going to be about, it's going to be about plant dupes. So, um, cool. like, you know how people do makeup dupes, like for expensive? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that for plant dupes. So, That's, is it going to be as aggressive? Probably. Probably because um, the difference in price between an Aglionema pictum tricolor and a Homolamina, I think that's how you say it, camouflage, is about $1,500. Wow. I've been saying this as well. So I, you'll get that one commissioned because that will be even more relatable than this one. Thank you. I think all of my work is very relatable and <laughs> and and all every everybody just doesn't get my voice yet. And it's not because of what I'm writing about. I never change, really. But you're right. I was saying this before we started the podcast that I always hated corned beef because I thought it was just like really, really salty. And then um, someone else cooked it for me. And I was like, oh, this is good. And then my mum heard me because it was her birthday. And um, (laughs) I was like, oh, mum just can't cook. And uh, hurt her feelings. But it was true. (laughs) Yeah, there's... That's also why I hate... That's also why I don't like steak. I mean, I don't like, like, big hunks of meat anyway, but I've always hated steak because it is extremely chewy. Um, uh, so I don't, I don't think that's a problem with the steak itself. Yeah, I think your mum was probably getting, like, that steak that you're supposed to, like, slow cook or something and then just pop it I in. I think my mum was just getting by, to be honest. I, don't, I can't imagine I'll be much of a better cook for my children. They will just have to get by. They'll grow up with <laughs> terrible palates too. Like, let's remember, my mum grew up in Mildura, okay? They weren't having, you know, beautiful cuisines every night. They had to go out and pick oranges all day. So, you know, they just had what was in front of them and they yeah. did not enjoy it. Well, And that's what's been passed down to me from my ancestors. I think everybody <laughs> has a few dishes that they hate purely because of how their parents cook them. Because my mum, I, th- I thought my mum was, like, my mum is a good cook and I always thought, my mum's a great cook. I just don't like stir fries. I just, oh, that's stir crazy. fries are not for me. And then I actually had a stir fry that wasn't cooked by my mum and I realised that my mum uses stir fries to get rid of anything out of the fridge or freezer that's going off and and with no sort of sauces or anything in it. So it's so just sort what of she's like, doing. She's doing a bad bubble and squeak, and she's calling it a stir. Yeah, she's putting Nelly off vegetables in a pan with some random meat, and then oh. adding a bit of soy sauce to it. Um, That's fucked. I hate bubble and squeak. Just as even the name bubble and squeak makes me feel sick. It makes me sick. Yeah, that I hate a white. So- to be honest, sorry, I hate like white sauces, beige sauces, like creamy makes me oh look it's gross to me you know a white sauce i think a white sauce is just like a bechamel yes i can hear the loudest thing in the world yes (laughs) (laughs) i'll write down the time so um what were we talking about uh do you know what okay we just got interrupted then um threw us off our amazing tangent about bechamel sauce 
Yes. But fuck the Bachelor. I cannot believe how little I've written about the Bachelor. Like this is like this is. Look at these notes. This two episodes. That's all I wrote down. Yeah, it is very boring. I don't know I'm how we're like going to get through this season. A page and a half of notes on my phone. What? And like, honestly, if we go to like the Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, I've got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Over nine pages on my phone worth of notes for Bachelor in Paradise. We go up to Bachelor. I've got a page and a half because nothing happens on this show. No, this is one of those shows where they they're like just trying to show us the same thing five or six or seven times before we actually get to see what happened. Yeah, they don't have enough content, and it's showing, and it's <laughs> it's already a bad season, and now they've had to spread it out, and it's and I I bet they're embarrassed. They should be, be embarrassed. Um, and I keep getting really mad at them about it, but like it's hard to fault them, you know. We're all going through stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I true. say let's speed through this and then let's talk about the real um, Channel Ten masterpiece. What's that? Oh, the mask singer. singer. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got confused because I thought I was like, oh no, have they released like the same things that they did in Bachelor in Paradise, where there's just some like backstage <laughs> chat. Um, like they have extra footage <laughs> that they wouldn't be putting in the show. I think this season is like it's so boring that they're just trying to make more and more villains, but there's no like heroes, so no, not even the Australian public can get on board with the villains. Yeah, because they have the villains have nothing to fight against. No, everybody's like, yeah, I'm pissed too. This <laughs> is boring. Okay, sorry, Bachelor episode three. Let's <laughs> just get into it. Roxy's crying. Yes. Roxy is crying because Lockie, I forgot his name, is on a date with Caitlin. <laughs> she's that's this. the wedding dress lady. Um, the wedding dress lady. This is where I I'm confused as to why I'm a bit confused as to why Roxy is so invested already. I don't know. She's she's I I don't know. I'm not um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Caitlin comes back with a rose. Did you write anything down about their time together? I don't um, even remember seeing it. I Did wrote, see it? Caitlin says she believes she's what Lockie wants. And then I said, love her, Gold Coast Bogan. Oh, you would. I think I, think I just liked that like they put her in like a wedding dress and were like wife material elegance and then like mm. all of a sudden she was just like this really bogan lady from the gold coast and i loved the juxtaposition between that i was like <laughs> well this is gold funny. coast bogans can be wife material and that's beautiful no they can but you can't make somebody you can't try and be like she's elegant she's grace and then <laughs> like she's she's not She's not really that. I think it's a funny. I think it's funny. Okay, I think it's the really? only funny Did thing that happened. I didn't laugh, but I mean, <laughs> d- during this show, there wasn't much going on, so I had to take what I could. Okay, I'm trying to make yeah. lemonade out of um, grapefruit or something. <laughs> lemonade out of thin air. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she comes back. She's got a rose, and everyone's pissed. Yep. 
who cares? Um, and then the only thing of note that I saw was the, the, the three-way chat between Christina, Juliet, and Ariba. Um, yeah, that, that, I thought that was so, I enjoyed how uncomfortable Lockie clearly was being around. I love, well, I love this because they are three women of colour who have personalities. Yes. And that's what I liked about seeing them on screen because they were saying something and they weren't just being like, I'm here to find love. And then that is 20 times in a row. And then that one woman with her red hair, which I, I also do love. But anyway, these three women seem to have like stuck together. Um, and I love them. I love them. I just, it was something. At least it was something on screen happening. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the same white woman 20 times. Um, and they, they're like, let's, if there's all three of us, then we can have a chat with him, all three of us. And that'll be fun. That is good because I, I mean, it seemed like every, they were editing it so that it, you could just see people trying to grab him and grab him and grab him and grab him. And there wasn't going to be enough time for everybody we were told. Mm-hmm. And so it does make sense. If you get three people, you hang out all together. Yeah, sure. It, Group hang. Yeah, it's fine. Um, um, and they ask him, what was the food question they asked him? I only heard the answer. Um, I don't know at all. They ask him to choose between a kebab. A burrito. A burrito and a butter chicken. Oh, yes, because it's Which, all their ethnicities. Foods? Yeah, it represents them, I think. <laughs> and he says, I don't like spice, again. That's, okay. I don't like spice either. You don't have to say it every 10 seconds. Anyway, and then he says butter chicken. And Ariba, who is South Asian, is very excited about this. <laughs> and is like, ah, he said butter chicken. But I'm like, that's every white man's favorite meal. And also my favorite meal is also butter chicken. Yeah, I got real sad when the um, there was like this Indian place near my house in Brunswick and they had the best curries ever. And then they got shut down. Oh, well, I don't know. They just changed. Oh, no. They changed. They Well, they left and then they weren't there anymore. And they had the best butter chicken. It was like kind of sweet oh yeah i love that it was so that good. is my favorite is um punjabi curry cafe Ooh. which i did go to with some friends in between lockdowns when it was like you could only have like four tables going um in the restaurant mm. and it was a delight and they were so happy to have people there as well everyone was just like really vibing <laughs> <laughs> it was really beautiful it was the first time i'd seen anyone in months and i was just like ah anyway i miss them Really good um, Indian restaurant in Melbourne. I mean, I'm sure if you're in Melbourne, you already know about it. It's the best. Um, Yum. Anyway, back to this. But he says he likes butter chicken. Ariba's like, I have one. Um, but Juliet slips him a note. I guess Juliet, she's, Michelle told me that she's Latina. So she would be the burrito. Um, yeah, I guess so. I, I think thought... Christina would be the kebab. I don't know. I, thought, I mean, did it represent them or did Ariba just like that he likes butter chicken? Yeah, I've got, I've got absolutely no idea. I think I missed that because, um, everything was very boring. Yes, um, it I, was. I didn't miss the note though that Juliet gave to him because yes, I just so Juliet, remember. Juliet Slipped him a note. Yes. The note. Um, did you want to say something on that? Well, I I just remember the note being absolutely baffled that it won him over because I thought the note came across like something like genuinely a kind of 
stupid 16 year old would write is that <laughs> it did. weird like the I just well, remember I just the first if... bit I have you got it because I just remember the line he he Lockie you have a beautiful a huge majestic presence and that bit made me sort of like gag in my mouth because I could and then he thought it was so beautiful and she said like in it she was like I don't normally wear makeup um this isn't me oh, at the shop. Is. oh you've got it yeah dear Lockie you have a huge majestic presence <laughs> and a beautiful captivating energy that causes me to shake because I see that you are an intensely passionate soul which is a rarity <laughs> me in this cocktail dress is not the real me I don't wear makeup and I love the outdoors I hope to show you my and here is where Lockie says multi-faced free-spirited nature now I can almost guarantee she wrote multifaceted, <laughs> but he's just decided it's multi-faced <laughs> and just kept on going brother and you got to admire him for that um yeah i I think it, it's actually, it's definitely longer than that because I can see a screenshot of it, but that must just be the part that he read out. Um, I love the outdoors. There, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to see. I have a hunger to live life to the max because we are not promised something, something day. I have experienced a lot, something, something, tragedy, violence in my life. Whoa. And then it sort of goes off the screen. Tragedy, violence. Why didn't they add that? I guess they didn't want it to get dark, but anyway. Or maybe they, they did also want to keep her as like, oh, she's a villain for giving Lockie this note, sort of. But then we're also going to make the other girls look like villains, except for Roxy. We'll just make her look really sad about this note thing. I don't. Roxy's clearly the villain, right? Like, she's clearly the actual villain of this show. Yeah, I've, I've, I can't think anybody's a villain in this show. Yeah, because we have nothing to fight for. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Juliet is multi-faced <laughs> and Lockie, so she slips him the note as they're all walking away um, and Lockie is so enamoured by Juliet for doing this that he gives her a rose. He just walks through the cocktail party before the rose ceremony and hands her a rose. Um, I guess he's really excited that she doesn't wear makeup usually. Yeah, I think I think anyone. I mean, it was a very like I'm not like other girls. Girls um, note, um, mm. but also at the same time, I'm sort of like it's very easy to look at a woman who's wearing a full face of makeup, um, and also TV makeup, which is heavy <laughs> as shit. Like it, it would look so good on camera, and then like if you're around, you'd be able to see just like you know you've had TV makeup on where it's like it's very thick on the skin. Well, actually, on my TV show, um, makeup's pretty light, to be honest. Well, that's um, that's good. I feel like in these shows, it's super oh, yeah, heavy under their lighting on. and stuff. It also has to last ages because yeah. these things go for so long, too. And, yeah, I feel like it's very And easy it's like to be glamour like, makeup as well, so it is heavier, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's like the type of thing where you'd be like, yeah, of course you're going to look better without makeup, but also this is a, mm. a, a, a man. Men always think women look better without makeup and then don't realise what like Until a natural see... makeup look is. Like they're just like, yeah, I like. Until they see a woman without makeup. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, she's ugly. She's I want a woman who looks perfect without makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand. <laughs> Although, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think some people genuinely can't tell when people are wearing makeup and not wearing makeup, which is like oh, a absolutely. weird. Oh, absolutely. That is a weird thing where they're just like, you look 
good today or you look sick. <laughs> I don't know. I've, so, I've seen so many tweets that it's like, when I say I like a girl without makeup, this is what I mean. And then they'll post a picture of a girl with, and they're being quite genuine, but they don't realize that she has like a full beat face of makeup. Yeah. And it's just like she doesn't have colored eyeshadow on. She just has like a brown. A, like a brown. <laughs> Like, this is what I mean. And her brows are, like, glued down. <laughs> anyway, Lockie is now in love with Juliet as well as all the other women. Um, and uh, and then Bella finally gets some time with Lockie. Remember Bella? And uh, tells Lockie it's hard for her because she's too much of a considerate person. Oh, okay. So it's hard for her to want to, to want to step in because she's so considerate. And then they're kissing. But she still did... But so she does. She wants to be a considerate person, but at the same time, she's got a rose and um, she's stepped in to take time away from the other girls. Yes. So it's not that considerate. Maybe can we make Bella the villain of the season? Maybe we'll try and make Bella. Maybe we'll do some editing and we'll make Bella. We'll make a villain of our own. Bella. <laughs> okay. Cool. You're the villain now. You're I do too think she's very beautiful. Nice. So it's true to form. <laughs> oh yeah, and you only ever have the horn for villains. I do. What's wrong with me? Um, I guess I'm a Slytherin. Um, okay. Bro, every one of those... Okay, first of all, I don't even like Harry Potter, but every time I take one of those tests, they always tell me I'm a fucking Hufflepuff and it makes me so mad. I'm sorry. Hufflepuff doesn't mean dumb. No, it means boring to me. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know enough about Harry Potter, I think. Well, I don't know. I guess you can still have a personality in every house, but I don't know. I feel bad because I love Harry Potter, but now we're, like J.K. Rowling's messed it up for everybody. Now I can't say I like Harry <laughs> Potter anymore. Before I could just be a lame idiot, and then now do you have a Harry Potter tattoo? No, you just want I one? don't have any tattoos. You wanted to get a Harry Potter tattoo? No, I don't really want any tattoo. Yes, <laughs> I don't think I really want any any tattoo that's like every. You know when somebody has it, like the. I don't know. I don't want to say anything that's rude to anybody who has it because so many people have it. like The triangle and the circle thing or whatever it is. Yeah, I feel like it's like the nerd equivalent of having the like Bam Majera love heart thing. <laughs> Pentagram. The star thing. Yeah. <laughs> I found the photo the other day of when um, Bam Majera kissed me on the cheek at Revolver. Oh, yes. You sent it to the, um, to the Masked Singer group chat. Yeah pretty cool um, anyway <laughs> all right what are we doing sorry okay <laughs> the um, next episode all right everyone's pissed off at juliet for giving this note right yes. ariba and christina are like what the hell we did like a three-way thing and then you like um you made missed yourself out the on the fact out. that we had a rose ceremony ceremony and three oh. people went home but um oh who were they did you georgie i think kailani and marlena okay um <laughs> All right, sorry, but those women existed, Naomi, okay? I'm sorry okay. I tried to fill some time in on this podcast. We didn't need to fill time. we got to get past facts, this. Naomi. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Really, really great content you're helping me create here. Oh, okay. Nah, you did have the corned beef thing. That was pretty good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, next episode, Nicole. Now, we remember Nicole. She's the one who wore the little dancing outfit, and she got the triple threat rose, that, which is, again, I'll repeat it, a world first. Um, that happens so every she, season with a different name. That happens every season. And so she gets to go on a single date, a bachelor pad date, and a group date. 
Um, so they go on their single date and they're going like rock climbing or some shit. Um, yeah, they go for a bushwalk and then they abseil down a cliff and then he makes her climb back up it. And honestly, uh, uh, I would be pissed off because I'm afraid of heights and I feel like she said she's afraid of heights. She said she ended up having fun, but I feel like you've got to say that on these dates because you can't turn to the bachelor and be like, hey, um, you sort of, uh took me into the bush without telling me what the plan was <laughs> and then forced me to climb down and up a cliff and I don't want to do that. Then Danielle, you're going to get eliminated. one thing you can't have on this show is autonomy. <laughs> you're not allowed to disagree with The Bachelor. Like when's the last time any of them did that ever? That's, that's true. I can't think of a single time Honestly, that anyone disagreed. Somebody should do it because then they can do it and be the first girl to... I'd be like, I'm not doing it. And then they'll be like, wow, you're an independent woman. You're not going to be forced into doing Actually, shit. Lorena Fleur was like that. Oh, that's She good. was like, that was, yeah, she's the dirty street pie woman because she had that date. Everyone had fancy dates and then he took her strike bowling. Mm-hmm. She was like dressed up real nice and he took her strike bowling and then to eat a pie from like a food truck. And then she was like, I feel like you're just doing this to test me. Like, I don't understand why other girls got to go on, like, helicopters and, like, all this nice stuff and you've taken me um, bowling and to have a dirty street pie. And I was like, yes. I mean, it's definitely the producers who came up with the idea. But, like, yeah, fuck you. Especially if she's got to be in a real fancy outfit. You feel out of place. Well, yeah, it said, like, get dressed up. She wasn't wearing underwear. She was wearing, like, this lovely dress with no underwear. I remember that fact. (laughs) And she went fucking strike bowling. Had to get out of her nice shoes. Anyway, um, so they go, they go, they climb, and they kiss. Did you have any notes about them talking at all and anything interesting? Um, I I didn't like that. Okay, so they they kissed, but he didn't give her a rose. Yes, uh, um, he doesn't give her a rose. I thought that was poor form. Well. More on that later, to be honest, from me. Um, okay. The girls the girls complain. You see shots of the girls complaining about Juliet's note. Um, Ariba's, like, pissed. Um, and Juliet's like, oh, no. Um, and then they have a group date, and Juliet can't be there for some reason. I think, no, no, no. She wanted to give it to Ariba. She tr- oh, she just did that. She did it to try and, like, um, make, make it up to Ariba. Yeah, make it up to Ariba. And I was like... Come on, Ariba, you can't be holding that against her anymore. But I was no, confused as to why freezing. why is Roxy angry about it? Oh like, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't listen to anything she says. Roxy said she was like, <laughs> I think it's I'm angry too. It's it was slimy. And I'm like, what what? What do you got to do with it? It's you, a fucking note. How old are we? Yeah, it also said if any I of you girls had have read the note, you would be making fun of the note. Saying Lockie has a huge exactly. majestic presence is funny <laughs> because it's weird as shit to say that to anybody. <laughs> Did she just mean like he's broad-shouldered? Like it's the only thing yeah. I can get out of She it. described him like you describe like Aslan, the lion from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> All he says is, I can't dance, I don't like spice. I can't remember any other opinion he's held. I like it when the lady turns the yacht around and it's Ah. sort of on a lean. That is hot. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, it is hot because it's Bella. Um, <laughs> now, um, all these lucky women get to do a group date, which is playing gridiron in the rain. Um, so, can I so say? kind of sucks for Ariba. She manipulated herself into group date time and now she has to play rugby in the rain. Uh, if I was her, I would not be happy. I, I don't understand also. Why, why don't they just have... I know that they just wanted to dress the ladies up in these gridiron uniforms because Lockheed played gridiron, but this game is not gridiron. They're not playing gridiron. So why can't Aren't you they? just... No, that's not the... They weren't doing actual NFL rules or whatever. <gasps> they were just playing a, a game with with the ball. It wasn't... <laughs> what? Don't even play that game. Just call it something else and be able to wear normal sport clothes those poor girls having to wear those white pants where i could see everybody's g-strings and then they all get dirty in the mud oh poor ladies and those shoulder pads they're not comfortable i'm angry i know they do this every season they make the girls wear whatever the sport the bachelor likes is didn't matt do Uh, one i don't think matt likes sport did he do one he does like sport. Ugh. I remember him liking sport. I remember that being the one thing I thought this isn't what this is what we don't have in common. Oh, that's right. Apart from you know having a personality, I forgot that you loved him. I loved him because there was nothing else. Oh, you know what? I got a message um, from from. Did he finally respond to your <laughs> from gaming someone thing? saying I'm listening to your podcast? I've just started listening to your podcast from <laughs> from the start. <laughs> She was talking about how we like how much like how much we love the honey badger in like those first episodes. Yeah, humiliating. Yeah, absolutely humiliating. I remember thinking it was going to be fun. He was going to be different, <laughs> and then after a while, you just realise he's bamboozling you with these Australianisms. And yes, he's hot when he's running up that cliff with his shirt off. Sorry. <laughs> when he's humping the ground. I'm I remember he did something like human. that, right? <laughs> But there's nothing going on in there, man. No. At least he had the good sense. You know what? I know we got mad at him, but I he was right to reject those women and not to just date one for the for, so he didn't get a bunch of backlash. I think he did the right thing in hindsight. I still didn't like him because we'd had to put up with watching him and it was very frustrating to watch him for that long. Yeah. So that had something to do with it, I think. Anyway. I mean, he didn't, he didn't have to get so handsy and smooch and smooch and smooch Oh, yeah, and that's stuff. true. Yeah, he was very smoochy. And handsy in the pool. Poor that blonde lady, Sophie. Sophie. Yeah, that was very, that was too horny. Yep. For someone you're about to dump. Um, now, uh, they play the gridiron in the rain. It looks awful. It looks very unpleasant. Roxy is doing really well. And, uh, then gets, gets, gets tackled by Charlie, the girl who keeps swearing on her eyebrows. Yes. Um, and, uh, and Charlie does get a touchdown. And, uh, Lockie says, it's all fair in love and gridiron. Ha, 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 ha. That's personality right there. (laughs) (laughs) And then Roxy gets alone time Mm -hmm. because she did such a good job of running around and grabbing people and grabbing the ball and running the ball to different places. Yes. Um, We are the only uh, podcast, Bachelor Recap podcast, that will have the good sense to completely disrespect sport. Of course. 
This is not. Uh, you don't find a partner by watching how a bunch of girls play a game that doesn't exist. Yes. This game doesn't exist. They've just made a game for the purpose of getting some women to tackle each other in the rain. That's what they want to see. Danielle, I don't think you find your soulmate by like getting 25 really hot women together and just like (laughs) peeling them off one by one either. That's true. (laughs) That's not why we're here. Um, Anyway, so so Roxy and and Lockie are having their alone time meanwhile Nicole's sitting at home wondering about how she didn't get a rose so if Roxy comes back with a rose Nicole's feelings will be hurt because they made out and it's like what the hell um so Lockie says uh he likes Roxy because he's the one who has to chase her yep because she's like hard to get or something uh, and she says she doesn't let people in easily okay so the thing about this is Roxy's not playing hard to get um she's just one of 20 something women so she doesn't get that much time with him um (laughs) roxy is seemingly in love with him already she's like the the most crying yeah she's not playing hard to get and she's i like that roxy said she has her walls up um and i'm like no roxy it's because he's a stranger you don't know how to talk to him yet that's (laughs) why you're not talking to him properly that's what having walls up is, Danielle. Um, anyway, uh, they she tells him she had a dirty dream about him, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense because what else are you doing? Surely your brain's going to wander. Anyway, and they don't kiss, but he's clearly very horny about that and gives her a rose mm-hmm. um, because because she said the dirty dream thing. Um, and now and then we see um, Juliet apologizing to Ariba and Christina um, and Ariba says <laughs> in her talk, like they're listening. Juliet's like, she feels so bad. She's just apologized so much. She wants her friends back. She wants to, um, you know, unite against all these awful white women. Um, and Ariba says in her talking head, I know I'm being a bitch. I know that, but I need more. <laughs> we love a self-aware bitch. Um, I like Juliet and then she as says, well being like, so you want to be my friend again? You want to be my friend again? And Ariba says, Juliet is crazy, but I love crazy and I miss her. <laughs> and that is the most relatable thing I've ever heard on this show <laughs> because no one loves crazy women more than me. Um, and I lo- this, their friendship is without a doubt the most interesting thing on this show so far. Yeah. You know what I'm realizing I like watching? Women interact with other women without a man in the way. <laughs> Oh my god, is this has the bachelor passed the Bechdel test now? Well no, because they were fighting about Lucky. Uh, I don't think it counts. <laughs> or even if they were talking about their friendship. Mm. I mean I guess with that one sentence. Because... Yeah. I mean they were literally fighting over a man. Yeah, that is true. God damn it. It's not really the most empowering thing, but we'll take what we can get. Come on. Come on. And then we have another, um, Nicole gets the last part of her triple threat um, thing. She gets to go to the bachelor pad and have a date with Lockie where he's cooking, but he's clearly not cooking. No, she's chopping all the potatoes, which if they're making chips and gravy, that's most of the stuff. Is that what they made? Yes. So what did he do? Put some Gravox and some water together? Uh, I assume so. I don't think he had like a roast dinner that he had the scrapings from to make the gravy. (laughs) Hey, we don't know that, but you're you're absolutely right. Um, and then Nicole does get a rose here. So what I think 
uh, is that he just didn't give her a rose because then it would put less tension on their second date and the producers would have told him to do that. Mm. Yeah. They would have said, you can give her a rose later if you want to give her a rose. Yeah, that is true. I just in the moment was angry because he smooched her, but he didn't give her a rose. Because I feel like um, yeah. you smooch, you get a rose. That's the gist. At least well, and at he also said he gave stages. Roxy a rose because she, she found it stressful waiting for a rose. And he was like, oh, I'll well, I'll have one for you here right now. I've written that Ariba likes that Roxy's pissed off. Yeah, I think it. I think it's. I think it's a good game move by Ariba to like to want Roxy to be pissed because if Roxy's acting pissed and crazy, he'll see it sooner and be like, "I'm gonna get rid of that Roxy lady, surely." Yeah, and the worst thing you can be as a woman is crazy. Yep. Um. Anyway, and then Roxy is like on edge from Nicole getting a rose. She's not happy about it. She doesn't like it. Um, yeah, which I she, guess is normal she, when you like someone. Yeah, she says she feels like their their little date didn't even happen, and she just like I just think that poor Roxy, this is not the show for her. The show where mm. she has one boyfriend and is surrounded by a bunch of women vying for his love, when she is clearly a very like once a monogamous type relationship. Immediately, she's not going to deal with this well. And um, obviously that's why she was cast. Um, <laughs> but she also seems – how old's Lockie? Um, I don't know. Lockie. I'm going to say 29. The bachelor age. It is the second. I think he could Lockie. be like 32 or 33, but I don't know. 30. 30. Okay. So Roxy is 29 or 30 or something. She's his age, which is what I like about Roxy. <laughs> she's age appropriate (laughs) (laughs) yeah there are a lot of um really young ladies in this in this this year yeah how there are i think like zoe claire yeah how old she like 22 23 i think she's 23 and so is rosemary i think i think rosemary's also 23 oh really yeah yeah she seems young ariba is 25 bella's 25 charlie's 25 Okay, remember when I made a graph of all of their ages? Oh, yeah, and then they all got oh. voted out by age, basically, except for Dasha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. My, um, you know, where else are you getting mathematical analysis like that? <laughs> I mean, not from us for the past, like, two years, but whatever. There actually are women. Oh, no, these women have all been eliminated. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so he's gotten rid of. So the women he's gotten rid of. Mm-hmm. Uh, are 31, 30, 31, 27, and 32. Oh, my God. He's literally Bro, getting rid of them by age. Yes, you I'm need to do that. I'm going to have to graph it again. Juliet is 34, notably. She is older than him. Um, she looks young. I think she looks like a 24-year-old. 20, I think that's how she's skating by. <laughs> Irina is 31. Uh-oh, Irina's next. <laughs> she's doomed. Everyone else, all of the other... Wow, he's gotten rid of four four of the people who are 30 and above, leaving only two left. <laughs> That's so funny. And one of them being Juliet, who does not look 34 at all. Oh, my God. How old's Roxy? Ah. She's 30. So Roxy, I think she's 29. Oh, my God. This does not yeah, bode. She's 29. I'm sorry, Roxy. This does not bode well for you. It's going to be out of Rosemary and Zoe Claire. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. 
Yeah, they are the youngest. Um, and uh, yeah, Ro uh, Roxy is a mechanical engineer. Do you know what this is? I'm gonna diagnose her. I mean, not with a mental oh. illness, just with a, oh. just with a, um, <laughs> just with uh, IBS. Okay. No, um, she, I think engineer. She probably um is the same as like Connie. She's not used to not Connie. Connie, I'm trying to think of who I was. Who else I was saying this about? Oh, that girl from Talia from Big Brother. She's used to being around men a lot. Yeah. And therefore um, is uncomfortable being around this many women and having to share the spotlight, share the, um, yes, you know, the, the sexy role. And it doesn't go, bode well for her. Mm. The like, it, it's very much that like whole, I'm doing one of the men jobs and I'm cool like the men. I don't like that mentality, but. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen that much of that from her, but if I see her drinking a beer, that's it. Yeah, I mean, she did at the start of the gridiron match be like, I'm going to fucking nail all these bitches. I'm going to fucking tackle the shit out of them. They're all pussy <laughs> little bitches and I'm going to... Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating, but... I think you are, and also she did, so yeah. you can't hold that against her because... Okay, I have to graph their ages because this is making me sick. That's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. He really just got rid of all the older ones. The youngest person he's gotten rid of is 27. That's so funny. And like half of them are younger than Na that. No, more than half. Naomi, we're on the brink of him getting rid of us. And if, if we were in there, it would purely <laughs> be because of our ages that he would get rid of us. Not because yeah. <laughs> we... I think if you saw us in gowns next to all those people, it would be very clear who the intruders were. <laughs> It'd be... It'd be like, how dare you? Hello. I could slip in. I could be like, I'm like Cass, I think. I'm just a little rat. I reckon I could work my way in. I wonder how tall all the other ladies are. I feel like it could be kind of fun because I feel like a lot of the time they go for like statuesque. I don't know. How old, How tall do you think is Brooke? Brooke, what's her name? Brooke was, I think Brooke was short, but they always like talked about that with her. Brooke Bernie, is can that you, her name? Can you search this year who the shortest person is in The Bachelorette? In The Bachelor? God, I can't wait Hang for on. the Bachelorette. So we don't, oh no, it's oh, I don't want to say that. Anyway, Brooke, yeah. So she's Brooke was Brooke was just Brooke's the same height as me. Brooke Blurton. Is she really the same height as you? Yeah. So we're the same, apart from her being like ten out of ten sweetest person <laughs> in the world, and me being a little rat bitch. We're exactly the same. <laughs> um. What were you going to say? Can I look up their heights? Yeah, I feel like... I don't think it'll have their heights listed, Danielle. Okay, well, imagine if he's also getting rid of them by height as well. Either I think we need to graph to to shortest. all the data points we have. <laughs> he is 196 centimetres. He's six foot five. Whoa. Wow. That's very tall. That is fucking tall. That's like... That's his majestic presence. That's, He's just fucking tall. Yeah, that's very tall because Jonah's like 6'4 and I forget sometimes like how tall he is and then I like go yeah, like, oh, so Jesus Mark. fucking Mark's Christ. Like, si Mark's like 6'3 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> or like 6'3, like 6'3.25, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um uh anyway that's whatever that's what happened it's not even full episodes we can't even tell you who left at the end of every episode because they don't have they didn't shoot enough rose ceremony well i mean also you didn't even want to talk about it when we did do the rose ceremony no i don't want to talk about all those old women <laughs> <laughs> um 
I don't know what else is there. Well, we will talk about the Mars Singer. We like the Mars yeah. Singer. Um, all right, pause, pause, pause. Um, so the Mask Singer. I don't know why we haven't just been paying attention to this more than I mean. We spend a lot of time on it. We have a group chat dedicated to yes. it. To be honest, um, can we talk? about oh that was a plane can we talk about can we talk about what's happened on the mass singer danielle wow i uh okay so first of all um i'm i'll get into the drama in a moment but first uh two sportsmen got voted out and then two singers got voted out brutal to be a singer voted can out. you believe i would feel very bad i'd be like oh no what if a tennis player is further ahead of me in the mask singer this is sad. but Well, honestly, Michael Bevan should have gone further because he actually is a very good singer. And I think people are voting based on costume. And I think part of that is that um, okay. we, we went to a live. Is that a direct we, we dig at me to- because I voted for the kitten because it's cute? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's cute and I want to see it more. <laughs> we, went to the, uh, we went to a live taping on Zoom mm-hmm. and... You just, it's its over so quick. Like, I feel like if it would be different in the audience, I feel like you'd get the vibe more, you know, you'd see the full performance. But I think even if your volume isn't that good or something, you know, it's over Zoom. I think the costumes matter way more this year than they did last year. Yeah. Um. Also, I don't know if this is going to be like an NDA thing because we had to do like NDAs or whatever to watch <laughs> the Marsingers and Naomi made me delete this bit because I said something that maybe we could get, I don't know, in trouble for because we signed those NDAs. Anyway, sorry, um, Marsinger, I won't say anything. So I deleted it. Okay, um, back to the show. You can't say that. Oh, we can't say that? No, write down the time. All right, sorry, 55.30, I'll get rid of that. <laughs> sorry, sorry I released some Marsinger goss. Okay, ah, I've written it down. Keep that out. <laughs> oh my god. Um look. It yeah, I Yeah, I look there's only so many good singers in Australia. I will say I will tell you the only person I recognize that's been unmasked so far is Mark Philippoussis. You wait, you didn't know Katie Noonan or Christina Anu? No. I think I vaguely recognize Christina Anu. Okay. But I have no idea who Katie Newton is. Okay, I have one of those that CDs. That is no disrespect to her. She probably doesn't know who I am. I'll I'll link you to one I of mean, the songs the of hers thing. that I like. I think you'll like it. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I haven't heard that. It's just, I mean, you know. Anyway, what else is anyway? <laughs> it's shut down. Here's the here's the worst part. All they do on that show is make they make. How many jokes per episode do they make about how they've been wearing masks since before the pandemic? So and many. now they've had a break a break um breakout. A breakout of coronavirus on set. Which is terrible. Uh oh. I feel so bad. I it's apparently it's amongst the dancers. I read that in an article, um, which gives me hope because they're probably all very young and fit. So they will be okay, I hope. Let's hope. Um, Let fingers crossed. None of our beautiful judges got it? I doubt it. I think they would probably have separate quarters. I know on my show, um, everyone was in different bubbles. Yeah. So um, they, like, separate you out as much as they can so that if there's, like, if 
someone catches COVID, then it won't go to other people. Like me and the other two main cast members had like our own bus and no one else was allowed to go in it. That would like transport us to and from set and stuff like that. And boy, did I feel like a big star. (laughs) Um, But they probably, I doubt the hosts would have like interacted with the dancers at all because everyone's so closed off. Um, And I respect the Masked Singer and I think they would be doing the best that they can, honestly. Um, I have uh, the opposite feelings for The Bachelor that I do for the Masked Singer. I really respect them and I'm grateful that they're trying to make us smile in these trying times. Yes, I don't understand why everybody, like, you know, lots of people are like, I don't like the Masked Singer. It's just because they think it's, they're just like, it's lame, it's not even cool. If you watch it, it's very fun. It's a very fun show and it's very funny and it's very fun to have a group chat where you all, like, joke about stuff, okay? It's yeah. fun to have a group chat where... Like when I said, I like, we all nicknamed each other, we all gave each other nicknames after people in the show and I said, can you make me the sloth? <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I want to be the sloth. And you wrote, you are the sloth, you dumb cunt. Um, and that's fun <laughs> to do stuff like Well, your nickname said right above it, it said the sloth. And then the sloth <laughs> wrote, can somebody make me the sloth? And I didn't say cunt. I said, you are the sloth, you, you s- dumb bitch. <laughs> you said cunt. Did I? You said, you are the sloth, dumb cunt. Okay. And I... I thought that I wasn't the sloth yet. I thought you were just saying that I was a lazy bitch. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's what it was because I don't. I think I only got the sloth nickname afterwards, and I think you were just saying that I was a lazy bitch and you hate me. Let me have a look. I can search in the group chat and I can find it. Oh, I'm searching in the wrong called, group chat. You definitely called me dumb cunt. Funny if I did. <laughs> and with a with a hard T as well. It wasn't like dumb cunt. It was. <laughs> I could feel it. It was dumb cunt. <laughs> For sure. Um, Go on. Go find it. I'm trying to find it, okay? Oh, yeah, I said you are the sloth, dumb cunt. <laughs> yeah. Funny. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna give it a... Random how I remembered that because it affected me, but it's fine. Um, oh, it anyway, affected you, did it? Well, four. you and three other people did laugh emojis. So how could it have hurt you that much if you did a laugh react? Danielle, have you ever heard that song, Smile Though Your Heart Is Aching, Smile Even Though It's Breaking? Well, you could have written that and that would have been very funny to write in the chat. <laughs> Should go with your gut, Naomi. <laughs> Believe in yourself, you dumb bitch. Anyway, um, what a great show. Husey on fire, as always. Ursula Carlson, a great addition, although I wish it didn't come at the expense of Lindsay Lohan because I miss her and I miss the chemistry that she had with Dave Hughes. But I also understand in these times, hard to get someone from America to come to Australia for a show. That is true. But can I say, is this something bad to say? I don't know. I think Danny Minogue is kind of insane. She's on a different show. I don't know if we said this last time, but she is like, it's like she's on Australia's Got Talent or The X Factor or whatever. She's on one of those shows and everyone else is on The Masked Singer. Yes. They understand <laughs> it's a bit of fun. She's just operating at a different frequency. <laughs> when she like stands she... up and is like yelling at the contestants, I'm like, oh my God, Danny, that's a cricketer. He's doing this just to pass the time. <laughs> This she is... does it every time. They'll start any song and she will stand up and go, <gasps> Katy Perry! <gasps> That's a Katy Perry song! And it's like, well, yeah, it was bound to be a song by an artist. 
Yeah, or <laughs> when anything could possibly be her sister. <laughs> anything that's like, oh my God, Kylie one time dated this person who sang this song originally. I wonder if it's the drummer in that band. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, like you wouldn't be talking about it if Kylie Minogue was your sister. I'd bring it up all the time. I'd just pr- glaze over it and pretend that I was the famous one. <laughs> Never heard of her before. Never in my life. I don't know who I don't know who Kylie is. I'm the biggest walker around, all right? <laughs> um anyway, uh yeah, I don't I don't know how Danny just maintains looking that excited the entire time when the three when the other three are just sitting there like <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever seen jackie o crack normal. a smile i think she sits there like <laughs> yep alrighty then maybe it's i mean she's the real pro didn't they get mad at her for like guessing too many right answers or something yeah guessing too accurately <laughs> But honestly, she is the person who will be good because if she works in radio, she'd talk to so many people all the time. She'd mm. have like a very, like she'd have an idea of who everybody is. Yeah. So. And Dave Hughes and Ursula Carlson, I'm glad they got another comedian on. So it's not just Dave Hughes, the whole, you know, he's got someone to bounce off now. Yeah, that's true. Which is good. Because obviously they realized that halfway through the last season and then just randomly brought on Luke McGregor and Nazim <laughs> <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> Um, but you know, they got some more laughs in. I think they underestimated how funny everyone would find Lindsay Lohan. That's what I think happened. Yeah. I think they should bring her that back was or at least get her to video call The in. dynamic between Husey and Lindsay was bellissimo. It was beautiful. You can't fake that kind of chemistry. I've told you about my new favorite show, haven't I? Have you? Yeah, we messaged, um, you and Mark the other night to let you guys know it's, oh, I'm not watching no, that. I'm sick of this. You've just got to watch the first episode because we've realised that... Okay, well, maybe say what it is. Okay, the show, <laughs> the show is called Worst, Worst Cooks in America, okay? Now, as, as listeners of the podcast might know, Mark always watches bad fucking cooking videos and after a while they start making me feel sick and also, Danielle, you also love the cooking did videos. Did we introduce Mark to, to the bad them? cooking videos or did, we just, or did we just introduce him to Kay and... That other man who made all the like cheese salad slice dishes. Yeah, no, I think you didn't. I think it is your fault because you showed that to me and then I showed it to him <laughs> that the party cheese salad man. Okay, well, and, um, sorry, but worst cooks in America, you only want to watch the first episode, okay? Because <laughs> the subsequent episodes, every episode, they get rid of like the two worst cooks and it's like sorry but if i'm watching a show called worst cooks in america what i want you Mm. to do is crown the worst cook i want you to get rid of the best cooks and leave me with the absolute worst cook there is a man in a one we made last night and he is the best character i've ever seen in my life his job is a theater usher he's about 40 and what he likes to do is make meatloaf in the shape of animals and woodland creatures and he made a meatloaf in the shape of a teddy bear and one of the judges <laughs> just tasted it and went, that is the worst meatloaf I have ever tasted. <laughs> and he went home? Um, No. Uh, but I've only watched um, the first episode of that season because we only watched well, the first episodes. 
I understand why it would be difficult because if you reward the worst cooks, then people will be bad on purpose. Yeah. You still want them to try to be good. I don't, And that hasn't been figured out. Scientists have not figured that out. Yeah, see, what I, I want is the judges to be able to see through it and see who the actors are. See who the <laughs> So it's like are. the mole? <laughs> sort of, because I can see. There's like a model in one of the seasons and I'm like, oh, dude, you are not that bad. But there is also, there was a magician in the one we watched last night and um, he was like, I'm the only magician in the world who can make a sixth finger grow. And then he was holding it, he's genuinely got an extra finger on his hand and it just popped out. And watching him cut things with the extra finger just like flopping about was like absolutely anxiety inducing for me. Being like flopping, he's, what he has no control over. Yeah, it? I don't think so. I think it's sort of just like you know, like just sort of on its own, just hanging out there. I don't think the bone connects or anything. So, um, oh wow, it was just sort of flopping about, and I was like, oh no, he's gonna cut it off. He's gonna cut. Oh no, it's gonna flop off. <laughs> I'm so scared of this. <laughs> Um, well, it sounds great. I'm not going to watch it. I've had enough. I'm not watching any more bad cooking. I can't do it. It makes me feel sick. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Oh. Oh. Um. (laughs) Do you know what I think? I think they pushed the Bachelor. I think they pushed Bachelor in Paradise so that they could piggyback on The Bachelor because they knew that it wouldn't draw a crowd on its own. Wow. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. Um... Uh, do you have anything else to say, Danny? No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. <laughs> we ran out of steam. Well, um, let's see if we have any new. Oh my god, what the hell is this? What the hell? Do we have a new review, or are we canceling the pod again? Because if we have a new review, but I still want to cancel the pod. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, this is from fan slash actor slash fact checker from the United States of America. Okay. Okay. Fact checker. I hope you're doing okay, okay over there. <laughs> Haven't heard great things. Um, uh, the review is titled Danielle is angel. Naomi is a demon. <laughs> that is their perfection. Thank you. I mean, I guess I wanted to be Slytherin. <laughs> um, vicious, sweet, hilarious. The work is severely handcuffing their sincere feelings and sometimes the wokeness is obvious satire and this, the perfection. <laughs> and thus the perfection? Thank you. Wait, so is the wokeness, is our wokeness silencing us? I think sometimes when we don't want to <laughs> say that we dislike a woman or we like we say we say something like we don't like her and then we double back on it and but I'm like no but she's actually probably pretty cool and it's definitely just the editing she's definitely not a bitch she's definitely just like the best all hail bitch um that is not satire I think all women are good um all men are bad and that and and um Obviously, all non-binary people are gods, and that's my sincere opinion. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and if you hear anything otherwise, that's a bad source, <laughs> Mr. or Mrs. or Ms. or Mix Fact Checker, whoever you are. Um, now, Danielle, uh, well, we have some. We have a little bit of bad news. Oh, first of all, thank you for the review. Um, if you'd like to leave a review, you can do that on iTunes. I remember whenever we have reviews, we forget to tell people to leave reviews and then we get mad when there's no reviews. Yes. 
you weren't listening to any of that, were you? No, I was reading about a plant <laughs> I wanted to buy on my phone. Why? Because I, I keep, anytime when it's close to the end of the podcast, I just start to continue on my day I, as if we finished what? the podcast. That's so rude. I'm sorry. And I'm the demon. You're the angel and I'm the demon. I don't see how that well, because works. Because I'm relatable, Naomi. Everybody, Are you? Yes. It's relatable. Miss Corn Beef, you're relatable. It's relatable, okay? It's relatable. I'm down to earth. I'm one of the gals. I'm relatable too. What about that story about how I had a separate van when on my TV show? That's relatable. That's relatable. We're the two most relatable girls in the world. <laughs> Duh. Anyway, um... Bad news, um, Incompetech is down right now. Yes, yeah, so, I, so I haven't been able to pick a song out. So it's going to be like a lucky dip this week. Um, and I'm going to make Naomi yeah. pick because I have to edit. So she can just pick hers, record over it and send it through. So I'm so sorry if Naomi picks a shit song. Um, but uh, it's on Naomi. Whatever, you pick, you pick shit songs. You pick songs we've already done. Okay, well, and now we see why everybody thinks I'm the angel and you're the demon. Because you talk to me <laughs> like that. I don't deserve this. Excuse me? You called me dumb cunt. Yeah, because you deserved it because you didn't read your own name. If you had been paying attention in the chat, you would have seen. Your nickname was the sloth. (laughs) I'm the kitten because I like the kitten. You're kitten because you're all show and no substance. Should I change your nickname now to Katie Noonan because she was the sloth? We did already change it to <laughs> Oh Nob because you said Oh Nob and then Jonna was like, I don't think Numi realises she said Oh Nob and I changed her name to Oh Nob. <laughs> did you know you'd said Oh Nob? I was trying to say Oh No. I knew I said Oh Nob but I thought I was in a, sometimes when you're in a nice group chat you don't have to, um, you know, correct your typos because people know the gist of what you're saying. Okay, well it's not a nice group chat and you know that because you and Jonna were the two bitchiest no, people I know. it's not a I safe know. space. <laughs> <laughs> not a safe space at all. <laughs> so of course if I say Oh Nob then he's going to say Oh Nob and then change my <laughs> nickname to Oh Nob. Yeah, um, that's how these things work, Nomi. Well... You know what? I'm actually comfortable in who I am as a person, so I'm fine being O Nob. Okay, fine. I won't change your nickname to Katie Noonan. I'll change it to O Nob in brackets, Katie Noonan. <laughs> <laughs> o Nob, it's Katie Noonan. Um, all right. Well, thanks guys for listening. Um, we will try to keep watching The Bachelor. It honestly, it makes me mad. I was already having a bad day that day, and I was watching it, and it was just giving me, making me furious. Yeah, it's very boring. Um. Hmm. Yeah, expect maybe every episode I'll read my new blog article. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll it's good. It'll keep you on schedule. Yeah, and I'll fix my website so it doesn't have the stock images on it. <laughs> <laughs> that woman? I like that woman. She's a comforting presence. I think you should leave her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, we're going now. Talk to you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bitch. Bitch. Bitch, 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 bitch
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.